Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Optimism is a perfectly legitimate response to failure. Stephen King. Failure is good. You don't need to stay down all the time when you fall. Les Brown has this saying where he says, when you fall, make sure you fall on your back so you can look up and get up. Something like that. (laughs) In order for us, and I just want to reiterate the outstanding interview with Dorian Wilson, and Dorian echoes this, you have to train, you have to work on your craft. And in doing those things, 
you will eventually master and be an expert in your craft. But it is imperative that you show up knowing the protocol and the verbiage. That's what gives you the security, the confidence to do this when you know what you're doing. Don't think of anything as a failure. There may be some hurdles, there may be some obstacles, but nothing that you can't get through or get past. Never look at failure as something bad, as something that's preventing you from getting what it is that you want. Failure is just a reminder that there's still more work to do and there's still more things to learn. Today, I will make me a priority. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to on Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll Welcome be to the Spirited Act podcast with me, Tracy we'll be on Moore. Crackle Network this by real far soon. is going to I'll be the best show that I've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> the best. Okay. The pressure. No pressure. This, our guest today. He is probably the only one that I would allow to do the authorized um, autobiography of Tracy Moore if he wanted to insert some things because he truly does know me. Um, as I have denied in New York for years that I've ever acted or I've ever performed, Dorian Wilson is here to expose the truth. <laughs> Dorian Wilson <laughs> is one of the best actors in the entertainment business, most oh. consistent, and my favorite actor. Ladies and gentlemen, when I saw Dream On on HBO and I saw Dorian, I almost passed out because <laughs> I went to school with Dorian. We're going to talk about all that. I want you guys to sit back. I want you to get whatever you document information, on your, record on your phone, write it down. You are going to walk away with a treasure chest of <laughs> diamonds, emeralds, and pearls. Please put your hands together okay. for one of the most dynamic forces in this entertainment business as an actor, Dorian Wilson. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're talking about me. All yes. that was for me? Really? <laughs> All of it, Dorian. I wish I, was, if I could. That kept was a going, whole lot, Tracy. You put a whole lot on that. But thank you. I appreciate it. I adore you. It's so oh, good to see you. It's so good to see Dorian. I feel like that is crazy. 1980 right now. Ooh. You still look the same, except your so mustache. Do you. like, Where's where's your dress, though? But yeah, yeah, I cut them all off. I cut them off and freed Actually, myself. you didn't have dreads back then. No, no, no. Back then, it was like yeah. um, I was messing with the perm and just coming out of high school. But yeah, Dorian yeah, yeah. and I went to school together at Pacific Conservatory of Performing Arts in Santa Maria, California. And Santa Maria was put on the map by Michael Jackson's trial. Remember? Right, no right, right, right. I think we had one cab. One mall, maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. And, but you were kind of used to it because you were from San Luis Obispo, and I was from No, San no, no. Uh, Lompoc, which Lompoc. is the other Lompoc. side. Yeah. Yeah, so I was definitely used to it. So, I, you know, I, I had grew up there. My dad was in the Air Force. So we had been on Vandenberg Air Force Base for many, many years. Then we moved to Lompoc, the big city. Uh -huh. And... Um, I uh, went to school uh, there and graduated from Lompoc High and then uh, went on to uh, PCPA. Let me tell I you a story that I, I bet you you don't know. Okay, tell me, tell me. I, uh, when I was in the 11th grade, mm -hmm. I um, saw a couple of plays at PCPA and I was like, oh my God, that's that's what I want to do. I can't, I can't wait, blah, blah, blah. So they held auditions uh, for the upcoming year and um, I'm like, let me get my admission in and, and whatnot and everything. I went through the whole audition process, sang my little song um, and everything, and only to get a letter saying, we don't accept anybody until they after they graduate. Wow. But here is your acceptance letter. 
Right. Say wow. it. When you graduate, you don't have to audition again and you uh, come right to us and, and you're in. Okay, Dorian, because I had to audition. That part, I, I, of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> and, <laughs> I still auditioned, but it was in the 11th grade, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I just Isn't that tell a great you story, guys, though? Yeah. Huh? I said, isn't that a great story, though? That is a great like, story. You know what? It kind of reminds me of a Billy Porter story. Um, uh, before COVID, um, they had a CSA awards ceremony here in New York at Chelsea. Okay. And um, <clears throat> Billy Porter talked about how he was in high school. He snuck away from home, rode the train to Chicago to audition for Meg Simon. And they mm -hmm. were like, oh, my God, you're amazing. And then he was like, I'm 17. They were like, get out of here. Get Go out, back right. home. You can't, right? And then Circle comes, Megan has him audition, and they reconnect because he thanked her for an award. Wow. And it was amazing. So that's a that's a great, He's amazing. great yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Dorian. Tracy. Okay, what 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 you guys don't know, this was a two-year program. Oof. So at the second year, I got pneumonia and bronchitis. At the same time, unbeknownst to me, I found out through Dorian that I had been cast in Greece and I was cast in the Cheetah Rivera role. Um, but I was unable to make it back to second year, and it was the worst thing because, you know, yeah, I felt like Dorian. I, it was no, I felt you like left you left me. me up. I didn't you mean to left leave you. Me. I didn't mean to and leave you. And you know how many there were of us? Who Dorian Wilson yes. and Tracy Moore? Tracy Moore. At, Two at, <laughs> of the entire program, y'all. Is yeah. is that crazy? But, yeah. uh, you know, it was what it was. And uh, yeah. we represented, though. We yeah, really we did. did. We did. Because... There was... Go ahead, Dorian. No, I, no. I was just going to say, there was, like, literally, out of the 40, 50 stu uh, students, whatever, five students that got cast out of our class that made it to the main stage or productions or whatever. And we were two of them. Yep. And you know yeah. what, Dorian, I have to, I have to question this. Like I oh, think God. about this, right? Because I'm going to piggyback off this story that Dorian and I were talking about. We, we had a singing class and this woman, Beth, um, um, Beth Miller, Miller, she was the voice of the chipmunks, one of the chipmunks. Right. Yeah. Um, but we had gotten, all right, I got kicked out of class, and then they sent Dorian to keep me company. So we were sitting on the wait, stairs. Wait, wait, wait. You can't negate all the other stuff that led up to Oh, this. no. Okay, let's tell the story. Okay, let me, let, me, let me recap, though. Yeah, you so recap. We, <laughs> we had this class. It was a singing class, and uh, they partnered us up with, uh, you know, each of the students and, and whatnot. And me and Tracy were paired together. Because Always. we were the only... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's the reason, but I'm pretty sure it was. But um, anyway, yes. we sang. You are the sunshine of my life. Right. So uh, Tracy can really sing. I kind of just <laughs> fell behind her. Okay. But, you know, I could carry a tune. But anyway, Tracy was doing all these riffs and, and flows and ebbs and whatnot. <laughs> and so afterwards, I'll let you pick it up from there. So um, I don't remember the, I, you say your question because I remember that. I'm so dead to that. That's what got me kicked out of class. Right. 
Yeah, it was. Well, oh, the, the question was, so uh, uh, Beth then proceeds to ask everybody their critiques in the class. And, you know, it's supposed to be constructive criticism. criticism. And one of the comments was that we sound too Black, too ethnic. And yeah. why do we always have to, you know, do all the runs and, and whatnot? And then Which, um, um, a white student said... Um, she raised her hand and she said, why do you guys always sing black songs? And I said, why do you always sing white songs? And then Beth said, Tracy, why don't you go outside and take a moment, get some air, right? And then like two minutes later, I, he- I see Dorian <laughs> next to me. I'm like, why are you, why are you here? And he <laughs> you. <laughs> I know, sorry. But I, and also there were words like militant that were, you know, about Absolutely. Me. But this was my 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 thing was I am an actress. So look Mm -hmm. at me as an actress before you look at me as a black actress, because the other thing is Dory and I got cast for all the obvious in Little Abner. We were the um, African dancers. Helen Keller. We were the slaves. I forgot that. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So whatever was black, they stuck us, but they couldn't do that for the world premiere because there wasn't a breakdown of color. It was just actors and monologues and, you know, us threading stories together. So there was no color. But my question was that day that we were sitting out, Randy Myler, who was one of the teachers passed by, he came over and asked us what happened. So we started, well, I started telling him, yeah. In my militant way. And then Dorian was there with me supporting. And then right after that, we were allowed, a little bit after, we were allowed to audition because they said first year students, which we were. And I just want to say, too, we started out at 125, I believe, students. And oh, then, is that, what, it, that, yeah. was that many, really? Okay. I, well, I remember being on the main stage. Do you remember Michael and Lawrence? The actors yes, of residents. course. Yes. So yes. Lauren moved to New York. So I used to see Lauren all the time. Okay. But Michael and Lauren were feared by the students. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. They were feared because they had, you know, they just, they were divas. And, you uh-huh. know, um, but right. they told, but um, Lauren said to me, I didn't even know Lauren. He said to me, he said, look around. Look around the theater. I looked around. He said, there are 125 people here. Look around because they won't be here by the time, you know, we start and whatever. And it did. It it wheedled down, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. We had um, our schedule was so demanding. So demanding. Sun up to sundown. And then I had a uh, like an hour drive to get back home to to Lompoc from Santa Maria. It wasn't quite that long, but, you know, our our, our day was so uh, filled, singing, dance, acting, mine, Mine. you know, just the whole work, the uh, lights, um, you know, we had to work behind the scenes. Costume, PR. All of that, yeah. And so that it filled the entire day. So, yeah, it was exhausting. But it made us... Well, yes, yes. It gave us great work ethic. Um, Absolutely. It was such a great foundation. You yeah. Know? And it's one of the things that I tell, I, I used to teach acting through eight, uh, eight through 18 year olds. And oh. um, 
people uh, tell me all the time, you know, oh, I'm 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 a, I'm such a great actor, or I'm a comedian, and blah blah blah, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, so where did you go to school? And they're like, well, I didn't go to school, but I just know, you know, I know, and blah blah blah. And it's and it's the craziest thing. It just doesn't come out of nowhere, you know. So I tell them to, you know, you got to get your training first. You know, you could be the right place at the right time. Right. You, you can even get that role. You know, and have the 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 best look. But if you don't have anything to sustain it, if yeah. you don't have you know your foundation laid, and you don't know exactly what you're doing, you're going to be a flash in the pan. You yeah. know, so yeah, you know, people out there that get your training first, oh, so you, you so you are prepared when you do get that moment for you know life camera action. You're on, and then you be going on to your next project. Absolutely. And you you guys aren't ready. I always tell them, Dorian, to go to imtv.com for our guests. But yeah. it says here that in just in terms of his previous credits, 79, and then upcoming, it says five. When I tell you, that's why I said, like, Dorian, when I saw you on Dream On, like, first of all, <laughs> I got really teary because I was like, oh, my God, I was in class with him. That's my friend. Yeah. I was. <laughs> and But right. Dorian was a star. Like, Dorian is not just a great actor. He's an entertainer. Uh, he knows how to entertain. And that's well, what I love. You. And Dorian, I love you more in drama. Yeah. I know you as comedy. But yeah, drama, yeah, yeah. Well, what it what what had happened, Tracy, was as soon as I got to L.A., first of all, I was doing I was still doing plays and whatnot in the Bay Area for many, many years. San Jose Rep, uh, Berkeley oh. Shakespeare, um, uh, uh, Children's Theater. But uh, I was out there for years. And then finally, I kept auditioning for different parts and then what have you and doing different parts in LA. Mm -hmm. um, and so my wife at, um, was just like, you know what, we need to move out there. And so that's what we did, packed up and moved, didn't know anyone out here, wow. did the waiter bartender thing for like six months. And uh, all of the, um, the waiters and the bartenders and everything, everybody was uh, an actor. And so, you know, to surround yourself with people like that who can tell you, oh, this is what you do, uh, you know, check out this magazine, uh, go to actors, you know, um, uh, backstage and and whatnot and, and give you different auditions. Um, so that's what I did for six months. And right. um, I landed Dream On. But I, I did a couple of other things before that. But yeah, I was I saw, so yeah. new. I was so new and green to the game that um, when I, I I went in five times for uh, Dream On, wow. five times. And what had happened, this is a great story, too. I, I'm sorry I'm talking so much. No, Jordan, <laughs> anyway, it's all about you. I'm celebrating you today. Okay, yeah, it is, it is all about me. Um, <laughs> so, okay, but so this is what happened, Tracy. So, okay. When I get here, I'm already thinking I'm a star. And uh, you can't put me down or anything. I don't have no credits, but hey, I am a star. And so um, uh, they were telling me at the restaurant to sign up for um, some background um, work. Uh -huh. But I'm a star. Really? Okay. So, <laughs> so I do this, and the first time I go out... Um, I kind of sat around and they were going, telling me go here, there. And I'm like, this is not for me. So I tell the agency, man, I'm not. Mm. <laughs> uh, so uh, 
That, so th- they call me after that and say they have a role specifically for me. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll show up. <laughs> so the role that they had was this camera operator opposite of one of the lead characters. And so every scene, and I have no idea why, every scene that they put me in, they either cut the scene or they took me out of it for one reason or another. And so at the end of the day, day, I really didn't shoot anything. And so the next day, I really did have an audition uh, for a movie, a big movie. And Uh um, I'm like, I I, I can't come back. They're like, no, you you have to come back. You're established. I go, no, everything you shot, I'm I'm not in. And so um, we went back and forth, but I was like, I'm, I'm not coming back. And I didn't come back. So fast forward six months later, I have this audition in this warehouse and I get in and I'm like, hmm, this looks really familiar. So come to find out it's a, it's the set of Dream On and the camera operator I was uh, was playing was the camera operator for Eddie Charles, the guy that I replaced on the show. Wow. That I replaced on the show. So I had five auditions and um, I was like, Brian, I, Brian Ben Ben, um, uh-huh. who stars, I was like, I, I don't know. He goes, I'm telling you, you got this. Your, your life is about to change and whatnot. You, you got this. And so sure enough, they call me shortly after. But I I literally replaced the guy that I we, I've been the camera operator for that character. It, it, it's so funny. So yeah, it was meant for you. Um, I, I, it's I one guess. of Spruce's favorite shows. Oh, we talked before you, you came yeah. on. Um, definitely, like I, I love watching you when we went to school. But to watch you on TV, oh my god! <laughs> and then just to follow, right? Because when you talk about the Bay Area, you know, Talita Smith and Terry Vaughn, those are my yes. road dogs. You yes, know, yes, yes, and. Kalita, day one of her career, she was doing a David Ta- um David Talbert was doing his first film um play, Telling okay. It Like It Is mm-hmm. in DC. The producer was my friend. He called me and said, I need you to replace a guy. So come see the play. I go see the play. I don't see anything but Kalita Smith. Kalita walked on that stage. Right. Was like, who is this? That's yes, my new yes. best friend. That's my okay. new best friend. And from that day on. We have been inseparable. So Kalita was like, you know, she would report back to me and tell me all the goings on with Dory Wilson until that we got so to funny. the me and, Kalita, <laughs> me and Kalita go way, way back I when know. we first started out. Um, we were both on Sister Sister. I played Jack A's boyfriend, and she played Tim Reed's girlfriend. And then they broke up. Uh, we we all broke up, and then we kind of got together a little bit on the show. But mm. fast forward, you know, uh, in the cut, she plays my love. my love interest. But then we got married on the show. So, yeah, yeah. You guys created a nice platform for bounce. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we. we Really did. They only had a couple of other shows um, that uh, really kind of took off, but we got in there. We did eight seasons of yeah. uh, In the Cut, so it was a beautiful thing. But it was so much work, Tracy. It was. We did uh, thirteen episodes in eleven days. I'm done. I'm done. Wrap your head around that. 
What? It, it was it's the craziest thing. 13 episodes in 11 days. My Lord. And I was the lead of the show, so I had anywhere from 14 to 17 scenes a day. My so Lord. Th- this this is my typical day. I would I would go to the gym at 5 a.m. I would be on set at 7 a.m. from 7 to like 10:30, sometimes longer, sometimes less. Um, I'm on set. And so then I ran home and started trying to learn these lines for the next day. Around one o'clock, one thirty, I'm like, oh, at three o'clock, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta learn these lines. Three right. o'clock, five o'clock, I'm back at the gym, and the whole thing starts all over again. And so by the fourth day, you kind of got it, and you're in that rhythm. But it is, it's exhausting. But um, you know, the the one. The silver lining, gold lining, is that I made my money for the year in those 11 days. Right. Yes. That part. Uh, So it enabled me to do other things, Things. you know, uh, other work and and whatnot. But so, you know, I sucked it up and, uh, you know, was a big boy and like, you can do this. But it made it so easy to work Uh. with people like Khalidia Smith and John Marshall Jones. Yeah. Who, you know, I have a history with on the Parkers who played right. my son on the right. show. Um, you know, all of that that chemistry that you already bring in, it makes it so much easier. So we played off each other and we, you know, just just had fun. So mm-hmm. the the writers did a great job in writing, uh, putting those words on the page. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we would bring them to life by just playing with each other and, and whatnot. A lot of that stuff's improv. <laughs> It was, I, I thought like, you know, you watch shows like Cheers, right? And Sam and Diana chasing after each other, all these little undertones. But right. <clears throat> to see you and Monique, I thought it was brilliant. It, because the, the writers were really great because yes. you never got tired of her shenanigans. Because right, we right, all right. knew, he's not checking you, son. He's not right, checking right. <laughs> right? But she right, would find right. every week some way and it never got boring and never got tired. I remember oh, Rob Gar called me up and he was like, Tracy, guess who I'm um uh, I'm um uh well it's not an understudy. Um uh, not a uh, stand in. Uh, Rod was I, I was trying to think of the word as well. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about it. But Rod. And so that's when I was in L.A. and I came to see you on set. And I was like, like. Everybody loved the Parkers. How many seasons did you guys go? We did six, six seasons, 110 episodes. Amazing. Uh, it was it's a memorable a uh, remarkable experience in my life that I will never forget. And I don't know if it's going to be matched by any, but I've had wonderful experience on other shows. But right. the, the chemistry that we had, it was Ooh. it was literally playing with your friends all day and you still got a paycheck, you know. Uh, you cannot beat that, no. you know. Yeah, you to guys do what look you love so, to do. I watched every single episode. I was a fan. This is before. <laughs> remember, they had the VH recording. I used to record it on the tape. Absolutely. Going to yeah, be. I have know. all. The, I have boxes of tapes. I'm like, what am I doing with these? You know, I, I get, yeah. get them converted or something. But yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, it was a, a really good time. And half of the stuff that you guys didn't see, it was mm-hmm. the funniest shit stuff. 
ever. They had to separate me and Monique half of the time. It was just <laughs> nonstop I know, I playing. Yeah, I can, and was, I love her. She was so yeah. amazing. I have yeah. to. I just want to spit out some credits because okay. I have. I, I love doing this, but you guys. Okay, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I am. I am. Okay. Um, first, well, let me just say, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I coach um, Damon Johns. Get out, for Vince really? Oh my god, that is so funny. It's Crazy. such a small world. It's a small world. And then um, I, I would love to have Damon because we have stories. But um, I introduced Damon. He took me out to L.A. to have these meetings. And I introduced him to my friend Io Davis. You know, uh, she was a VP of casting for ABC Primetime at the time. Okay. And I don't think I do. So sweet. And um, we had a meeting with her. And then years later, they were putting together Shark Tank. And they oh, wow. remember Damon. And the rest is history. Wow, that's amazing. That's a good story. It, and good story. but this is, you know, oh my God, wait till you read my book. I have to throw some stuff away. But uh-huh. listen, y'all, Home Improvement, Murphy Brown, one of my favorite shows, Seinfeld, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um, Sister, Sister, Friends, Mr. and Mrs. First African American on Friends. Had to be. Before Aisha. It, yeah, yeah. It was a, I had a reoccurring role playing Chandler's boss. But the, the way Which that I got so that is, I, I, yeah, the way that I got the, the, the role was the executive producers are the same executive producers we had for Dream On. Uh, yeah, Marta Kaufman, David Crane, uh, Kevin Bright. And so um, they had hired wow. an actor to play his his boss, and it was an older cat, and it didn't quite work out or whatever. So they're like, uh, who can we get at the last <laughs> minute? <laughs> at the last minute. And so they called me up, and that's how I got the role. Dory, yeah. can I just tell you, there were so many times when I was casting that I would reach out to your people because I respect the business, even with my friends, right? Don't say and, that. But I couldn't cast you because you were on a series or, you know, yeah. your name. Ugh. Listen, when I was casting, like, there are certain people that I threw their name out because I right. was like, I have a relationship. I can call them up. Um, the series kind of locked you in for a minute. Absolutely, yeah. You I, I know, because I was doing film, back, a lot of film back then. But right, right, your right. Name, and and when your name would come up, I'd be like, they'd like, do you know Dorian Wilson? And I'm like, I went to school with Dorian. I know Dorian. <laughs> he'd be like, oh my god, call him up, call Dorian. Right, right. But he's yeah. locked in. Um, yeah, I, I missed out on some, a lot of stuff. I want to say would change it for the world, though. That was uh, a great experience. Oh my god. Um, I want to go, uh, you guys, Tyler Perry, um, House of Pain, um, Step In, the movie, which um, I didn't do that one. There's another Step In. Um, uh, oh, my God. Uh, the Millers, Stalked by My Neighbor, The Family Weekend, um, Tough Love, Conflict of Interest. <laughs> oh, my God. So much work. Yeah. Dorian. Let's talk about, because let's fast forward to present day. You are Mm -hmm. so established and recognized and revered in this industry. And you are so consistent. You have a body of work and continue to work. What is it? What do you feel keeps you motivated, inspired? Um, And now I'm pretty sure 
I was putting this out there. We're writing. We might be directing, producing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. what what keeps you going after? Um, not seventy three, you guys. That would be seventy eight so far wow. on IMDb.com yeah. credits. That's crazy. Um, what keeps me motivated? Um, keeping a roof over my head. Um, <laughs> that 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 part. Uh, okay, no, that no, no. part. The, uh, I, I I attribute a lot of my success by my support system, surrounding mm. myself with amazing, positive family and really, really good friends. I, I know so many people, but the really, really good friends in my life have been in my life for like over 30 years. Um, so um, these are the people that when I'm starting out, and I, even if I did an orphan commercial, like Roach commercial, they'd be like, oh, my God, you're the next Denzel. You know, it, it was all that. And so, you know, you're rejected so much in this business. It can yeah. beat you down. You yeah. know, but so you need people in your corner who's going to be uplifting and not be like, mm, OK, well, you get them next time. But, you know, really yeah. get in there and help you with that. Uh, so that that was a um a very strong foundation for my career. Uh, and also, I try to keep these relationships um, when you go from show to show to show. That yeah. your, your demeanor, your work ethic, and everything, that follows you. Yes, um, you know, whether you you, you want to act like a diva or a diva or, or whatever. Um, but I, I appreciate everybody that I work with. And so I think uh, that has a lot to do with it as well. And so you never know that little person at the you know bottom of the totem pole where they're going to be in a couple of years. And that's happened several times where yes. I, I've had PAs who are executive producers now call me back and said, hey, I remember how nice you were to me, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, all of that uh, plays a, a factor in it. So... I well, answered. I want to tell you this because we only have two minutes and I want you what? to give uh, Spruce you said 28 minutes. Wait, two minutes is all we have right now. That's it. And you're going to give actors tip. But I want to say this about relationships. You are absolutely positively correct. Angela Yee, when she got on The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. I called to congratulate her and I asked her, well, that was when she first got on. But when we got the podcast almost three years ago, um, iHeart wanted her to be my first guest. And I was like, oh, I know Angela. Ever. I called Angela up and I was like, oh, and she was like, yeah, Tracy, I'll come on the show. No problem. And I was like, thank you, Angela. She was like, Tracy, you came on Cypher Sound Show on Sirius Radio when I was a PA. You were the nicest person. You treated me like a person. I was like, why is she talking to me? She's a, I'm a PA. She said from that day on, she was like, Tracy, whatever you want. Right. And she came, she was my first guest on the podcast. Wow. That's such so, a great story. It's amazing what people remember. You know, yeah. I love, I absolutely love when I meet um, uh, fans or, or people that know me uh, on the street and said, Hey, I remember you from seven years ago or whatever. We were in the grocery store, blah, blah, blah. And you were so nice to me. My little mm-hmm. daughter, you know, stories like that. It's just like, yeah. oh, okay, I did good. You know, it was a good day or whatever. But the the, the flip side of that is, y'all, if we have a bad day, you know, we're, we are human, you know. You're on so TMZ. It's like, 
And that one encounter sometimes makes all the difference in the world yep. in your perception of yep. that actor or whatever. But, you know, it just might have been a bad day. You know, I don't ever deliberately just be like, hey, you know, I'm yeah. not signing autographs or taking pictures or, no. or blah, blah, blah. You know, so anyway, that's not who you are, Dory. I gotta throw that out there, but I, you know, it it does happen. So no, it does. But I can honestly say this, like, and that's what's so beautiful is that for me, you are Mm -hmm. the same Dorian that I met in 1980. For me, in September Uh 1980, when I went to school, and. You, why are you, you dating us? Why why are you putting that out there? Okay, uh, <laughs> because I don't know about your I don't know about your history and Wikipedia, but they got dates in right. mind. Right, right, right. They have me <laughs> so, a year younger, so I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I'm a year older than you. So No, you're not. Yes, no, I am. Not. What what year were you born? Sixty-two. So was I. I said they have me a year younger uh in oh. the, uh, Wikipedia. Oh, right. Oh, but I'll take when it. I saw it, I was like, really? <laughs> you know how yeah, they do. I do that, but anyway, yeah. Well, give them a tell them, tell them, Dorian, whatever you feel they need to know because you dropped some diamonds. Oh, um, I don't know. You know, just if this is what you want to do, if this is what you enjoy doing, do it. You know, I think a lot of people go in for the notoriety or the money or whatever, but you have to have a passion in your heart. You know, uh, I, I would do this for free. I'm glad I don't have to, but, um, you know, it, it, yeah, it is something I love doing and I keep working at it. It never stops. I never stop trying to grow. You know, uh, I learn uh, little things as I go. Long. I work with different people and I, I, I watch them, you know, um, and so uh, that, that's that's kind of it. I just I, I thank God for my longevity and to be you able to too. work and and to do what I love to do, you know, and get paid for it. it absolutely. And I just want to say this before we bring on uh, the students. Are, uh, we have two actors who are going to ask a question for you. Okay. Um, So my next chapter, this is what I believe, is directing full-time and playing with my friends. That's what I I, feel like my next chapter is. And because... Look, 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 Tracy. Anyway, get your head down because I'm sending you something when we get off the phone. Anyway, (laughs) because of the strike. But, um, Dorian, I have to say this because I've never admitted this to anyone. And directors... I would be in casting sessions reading. I read with all the actors all the time. I love reading, right? And directors would turn around and look at me and be like, are you an actress? And I go, no, no, I'm not an actress at all. No, I'm a casting director, right? So I have to admit it on my podcast in front of Spruce, Elsa, and Andy. Yes, I did act, and Dory knows. (laughs) And a brilliant actress. That is so crazy. I don't know why you don't own that. You were so good, Tracy. Just natural, and you know your your personality just shines. It re- it really does, and I, I love you. When I tell you I love me some Dorian Wilson, I'm so glad that uh, you are still in my life. And when I write this, I, I you know I did write about the donut holes. Y'all don't know that, but weed is legal now. So Dorian and I we used to smoke weed and go to and go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a bag full of donut holes. How are you telling everybody? 
Um, cause it's legal now, but that okay, was right. back when we were, we were young and that's what we were supposed right. to do on the low. Uh-huh. Now you could listen. I walked down the street. I live in Brooklyn and there are two uh-huh. spots in my, in my neighborhood. And like, I'm like, yo, they really so weed. <laughs> <laughs> it blows me. Uh-huh. And, and I just have to say this. I was in Oakland for my birthday two years ago, go uh-huh. by Lake Marin. And right. this woman had a vat of weed. I was with my mother. So, you know, I had to play it off. But when I tell you my body went into convulsions and I was like, wait, hold up. Is this real? And she was like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right, right, right. That <laughs> but is we so had, funny. We had the best of times. And, 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 and what I love more than anything is that we are still in communication. And when, I can't even tell you, Dorian, for every person that would come in, you know, Dorian, you Dorian said, I'd be like a trillionaire today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I love likewise, it. Likewise, likewise. I love it. So I'm going to bring Elsa Lathan, our co-executive producer on Spirited Active. Okay. Elsa, who do and we Elsa, have? Yeah. Well, yeah, Dorian, yeah. Some questions. Can I just say, that was priceless. The <laughs> priceless. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. That was a great little memory lane trip there. Yeah, uh, that was great. Yeah. So today on for our Q&A, we have two of our wonderful Spirited Actor alumni. We have Mr. Sam Bryce. You can come on camera, Sam. And we have Miss Maya Bello. Hey, you guys. And Maya's in L.A., um, Dorian. Okay. Um, Sam is on the East Coast with us. So, um... So always ladies first. So Maya, you're up first with your question. Okay. Yeah. So I just want to say. Oh, hey, Maya. Hi. (laughs) Nice. So pretty. Oh, thank you. I was going to say, I loved you and sister, sister. That's when I was first. Thank you. So this is really fun. So you said that, you know, training is very important. I've trained with Tracy and I just wanted Mm -hmm. to know if you were training actors, what were some of the things you thought were really important to like teach them for them to practice? Um, wow, that's a really interesting question. Um, definitely, uh, cold reading, uh, which I'm not good at, uh, but being able to, uh, pick up, um, you know, any literature or whatever, because a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but there are some times where you go in for a feature or, um, uh, a role or whatever that, uh, requires you to be a certain way or whatever, and on the spot they'll ask you, you know what? I think you would be more suited for this character. So um, it's really important to be able to to pick that up, to grasp, the, um, you know, what the kind of root of the character is, and be able to run with it. And that uh, that to me is something you keep in your pocket, and you know, you'll be able to pull it out. Um, yeah. uh, the other thing is um, just uh, especially work ethic. Um, you know, being on time, uh, knowing your, your dialogue, your, whatever you're, you're auditioning for, um, put, put in the time, you know, um, uh, making sure you have your, your headshots, 
um, and put some money into your headshots. Everybody like, I, not everybody, but a lot of uh, young people that have come up to me is like, oh, I ain't got money for headshots and, and whatnot. No, but you got money to have a drink at the bar, you Ooh. know, on, on Saturday, Friday and Saturday. But, you know, you can use that money, you know, but all of these things are important for your to your package. And, you know, put those things in place before you do anything else. Have your resume updated, uh, even if you, you know, you, uh, you, you don't have much to put on it. Just be creative enough that you're not going to get caught. <laughs> like I have. <laughs> I, have I, I put I, I horseback ride and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I got picked for the, uh, the, um, uh, the sidekick of the lead actor who was a cowboy. <laughs> so at the end of it, we run off, we go off in the sunset and he is just galloping and I can ride a horse a little bit. <laughs> and you I like got, trying. I got thrown from that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so be able to back up your, your stuff, you know, excellent. Uh, to that point. So anyway, I hope that answers your question. No, that's excellent. Excellent. Okay. Okay, Elsa. Thank you. Thank you. And Mr. Sam Bryce, you're up next. It's a pleasure to speak with you, Mr. Wilson. Shammy. <laughs> uh, so question, um, positive or negative, what would you say is the most impactful moment in your career? Ooh. Um, I, 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 I still am in awe of the whole process Um uh when I auditioned for Dream On, um, you know, I, I'm uh, a new actor to L.A., didn't know anybody. Um, I, I did a, a couple of things, but to get a series regular in six months that I had been here and um, I was... Um, I was so green and new to the business that I was still uh, bartending at the time. And so I'm going to the set and trying to cover my shifts at the, at the restaurant. The people were like, why the hell are you still here? And I'm like, I, I just, I got that first check and I was like, I'm out of here. I quit. <laughs> so I was doing Dream On and Sister Sister at the same time, literally, and they worked around my schedule. So that that was very impactful that um, for my bank account <laughs> and my house and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so I I would say that. And HBO, HBO is a beast. I used to work for HBO, so they're oh my ahead God, of their time. Oh, nice. Yeah, way ahead of time. I couldn't even get it yeah. out quick enough. It, it, the, the show was way ahead of its time. It was the, mm -hmm. the first sex in the city, you know? Yeah. It was like, I, I get this script and I'm like, these scripts, and I'm like, I have to sleep with a different woman every week? What? And I get a paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in! Okay. <laughs> I am in. Leading man, Dory. Right. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Anyway. So Dorian, thank you. Elsa, thank Absolutely. you for um, thank you for the actors and the questions. Thank you, Sammy. And we're we're gonna come back. We're gonna come back uh -huh. on the Spirited Actor podcast with class in session where you'll see them perform a scene and um Elsa's gonna read the narrative. So stay tuned, don't go anywhere. When we come back on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore, you're blessed to have Dorian Wilson still with us, and we'll do class in session. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. You are so blessed. Dorian Wilson is still with us. And we are going to go, yes, we are going to go into class and session where um, Elsa will introduce our Spirit Actor alumni. They will perform a scene and Dorian will be so gracious 
and give them feedback. <laughs> okay. So as they tell me to shut up. No. That's another show. To him. <laughs> okay, Elsa, you be good? A good one. So today on class and session, we have we are welcoming back Mr. Sam Bryce. Welcome back, Sam. Hey Sam. Hi. How are you? Demi. <laughs> <laughs> And Miss Maya Bella. Welcome back, Maya. Thank you. <laughs> there she is, Maya. So today's scene is of all the places written by Leon Amato. Interior, Grand Lux Country Club, evening. The ballroom is vibrant with purple neon strobe light shining and beaming off the huge glass chandelier over the dance floor, which is packed. Everyone is turned up. It's that kind of wedding. Jagged Edges Let's Get Married just dropped, so Mary heads over to the dance floor to join the party when her and Ben lock eyes. Again. I'm sorry. I had to come over here and say something. Um, Hi, I'm Ben. (laughs) I know who you are. Congratulations. This is beautiful. Mary's taken aback, surprised. She also realizes they're still holding hands since they greeted hello. She quickly drops her hand. (laughs) Thank you. So, so, um, who did you come here with? Oh, Angie's my sister. I'm her date tonight. Okay, the neighbor. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The tension in their locked eyes towards each other is undeniable. Mary notices that his wife is looking for him as the song is appropriate. I'm going to go grab a drink. I I think your wife is looking for you. He just stares at her as if he didn't hear what she just said. Mary heads off towards the bar, but he stops her. Look, um, I know this is so inappropriate and I would never, ever do this, but I've been locked on you since I saw you at the church. I hope I get to see you again. Ironically, Mary feels it. As wrong as it is, she hesitates, but... Me too. Mary notices that his wife has found him, is on her, and it is on her way over. So she snaps out of it. Congratulations again. She smiles and heads off. He watches until he's interrupted by his new wife, who intimately surprises him from behind. She hugs on him as the DJ gets on the mic. Can we get Ben and his beautiful new wife, Shauna, to the dance floor? Let's go. See. Oh. Nice job, you guys. Okay. Dorian, it's you. I I have nothing. (laughs) What's great? (laughs) No, it was really good. I I really thought you were coming back. I was like, okay, we'll keep going. Um, No, you guys did a great job. Um, the only thing that I, I, I could think of is Sammy just be more, a little bit more aware that your wife might be somewhere uh, close by um, and to kind of regurgitate and to get all this stuff up, um, you know, knowing that she can be behind you at any second. Um, 
but I, I I love the approach and everything else. Um, my, you were, you were great. I, I, I don't have any, you know, bad things to say. Um, you were engaging. I, I loved the, the, the coyness. Um, yeah. Tracy. Thank you. I mean, I, that like, I'm like you, um, that's a specific note that I would have given to, because that would have added on a little bit to the urgency of like, let me let you know, I like you and we could get together, but not in front of my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. They did a beautiful job. Yeah. 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 Sam and these, Sam and Maya are spirit actor OGs. So thank you, Sam. Nice. Thank you, Maya. And um, I just want to tell you really quickly, Dorian, Sam was cast in Soul Santa, which is a film that I cast with Elsa. And um, the character was 27, I believe, to 30. He was nerdy. He was tall and thin. This was the character breakdown. Wow. Um, Elsa suggested Sam come in. And, you know, if it was according to the breakdown, we're true. Sam wouldn't have come in. But Absolutely. I was like, Sam is talented. Yes, that's a great idea. Bought him in. Sam got cast. Terry Vaughn directed that. him in Phil Santa. Yeah, I love yeah. that. When you can think outside the box and, and just go for it. I've been cast as a an elderly white woman who was <laughs> very articulate and whatnot, who they sent me in anyway, and I got the role. So anyway, <laughs> but I love those stories. Yeah. Great job, guys. Uh, Dorian, thank you so much. I can't even begin to thank you for coming on this show I'm and so exposing all out. the truths of me. I thank you. I couldn't wait because I was like, Dorian, I can't Ooh. wait to have Dorian Wilson on this show. I, so I, I've saved some nuggets, though. I, I've saved some for me. I, I, so. I know. Thank you for the, the other skeletons. I like the fact that I oh. had the biggest crush on you and oh. you didn't give me the time of day because you were interested in two other White guys. All right. But, can we talk about something else? <laughs> but I, <laughs> I couldn't like you. I needed yes, you to you my support system. It was to, to fight, it was the, the, right to fight thing the establishment. To do. It was the right thing to do. <laughs> it was us. And you uh, know, Joanne told me, she was like, Dorian has a crush on you. I was like, I ah, know he doesn't know. Dorian doesn't like me. Oh. You knew I did. You knew uh-huh. I did. Well, it's great having you anyway. on the show, Dorian. We loved having you on the Spirited Actor Podcast. And Dorian, before you leave, what yeah. else are you doing? I know you have a movie coming out. I hate you. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> it's it's called A Wesley Christmas Wedding, and it is the second part in a trilogy that we're doing um, to introduce the Wesleys to America and I am having so much fun. It is done by Octic Productions, uh, Bree and Chuck West. I don't know if you know them, but no, if you don't, you need to get to know them. First class all the way. Um, just very intuitive, uh, respectful. Um, Bree wrote this um, a beautiful sequel to the the first one be, uh, out of knowing 
uh, us as actors and our personalities and whatnot. So she's incorporated this in our second one. Um, so we got to play our strengths. Uh, one of the young ladies, Lauren, uh, Lott, she's, uh, she's okay. a beautiful vocalist and she's singing in it. Um, and TC Carson is, uh, is mm. in it as well, who's singing. Jasmine that. Guy plays my wife, but I'm so proud of this work. Um, it's a, it's a Christmas movie, but there's a story behind it and everybody's, uh, storyline is so important and um and uh you're gonna walk away and and it'll make you think but it's a great feel-good uh, movie but we are shooting the third one um in after the new year we usually shoot in november but because uh-huh. of the strike yeah. they, they pushed it to end of january beginning of february but we're shooting in south africa oh How about that? Man. yeah so i'm so we're excited in south and, africa and, I think Johannesburg, but I'm not. I'm not positive. Um, so they haven't gave us all the particulars, but we know okay. we're going. Yeah, so see. we're we're doing that, and then um, hopefully, well, not hopefully, it, mm-hmm. it's going to become a, a a series. The Wesleys. They will. The Wesleys, it, ladies yeah, yeah, and yeah. gentlemen, look out for the Wesleys starring Dorian yes. Wilson. Look out for anything starring Dorian Wilson because he is uh, a stellar star. And he is the most humble person in the industry. And he has 78 credits and more because (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I'm going to get a T-shirt that says that. (laughs) I'm writing it. I love you so much, Dorian. I love you more. Spilling all the tea on me. Thank you. That wasn't all of it, but okay. Thank you. I love you, Tracy. And when we come back on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore, I'm giving Cassidy Arkins, that woman right there, she introduced me to Spruce, and that's how Inside the Black Box, she is the reason why I'm here. And we'll be back, and I'm going to give her and all of you guys some love. And now we are going to celebrate in Kudos Corner. Kudos Corner is where we celebrate spirited actors who are performing, got booked, directing, writing. We want to give them their flowers now. So in this week's Kudos Corner, we are celebrating Audia Gonzalez. She is a spirited actor, alumni, and actress, writer, director. She recently filmed a featured film, 30 and Dating, which I coached her. Um, The film will be released in 2024, and I hear that there may be some series talk for her right now. She also starred in and assisted directing an off-Broadway play. She has credits on New Amsterdam and Just Like That and a short film, Rebellious. When she's not in front of the camera, Audia keeps herself tuned in and engaged by working productions and on sets like Just Like That, American Horror Story, New Amsterdam, and Fueled. She also is currently writing her own featured film. Kudos to Audia Gonzalez. And now it's time to give love. People don't say what they mean, and they don't mean what they say. You have to watch them and observe their behavior. This is what I stress to actors in the acting world. But trust me when I tell you, you can use it in real life too. And it will save you time and heartache. Michelangelo says, when people show up, believe them. A lot of times in life, we give people the benefit of the doubt. 
But when they tell us who they are, believe it. Don't think you can change it. Don't think it's eh, maybe this is just a moment. Trust your instincts. Trust your energy and what you feel. If it's not conducive to lifting you up and making you feel the best that you can feel, then it's not for you. Learn to be able to determine what's good for you and what's not good for you and save yourself a lot of time and a lot of heartache. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.